Welcome. My name is Gina Timberman, and you are listening to Timber People, a podcast about people who, like timber, are strong, build and create, who gather us together like fuel that feeds fire. People who support structures of our community that uplift and protect. Hello and welcome. I'm really happy today to be with my longtime dear friend, James Boggs. Welcome. Hi, Gina. It's good to see you. Great to see you. James is the executive vice president and president of tribal banking for Sovereign Bank, which is owned by the Citizen Potawatomi Nation. The bank is the largest tribally owned bank in the nation. And I know that you have been in banking for so many years, but before we jump into your journey in the banking industry and working in Indian country today and all of the exciting things that you're doing, I wanted to reel back to how we know one another. And um, I want to learn a little bit more about what it was like for you growing up in Okeene. And you're such a committed, proud Oklahoman, as well as a very proud OSU cowboy. (laughs) I love that so much. I remember meeting you back around 1992. Um, We were there from 1992 to 96, and you were so involved on campus, and you're still involved today with the Board of Governors and with the OSU Foundation, and just such a supporter and fan of our OSU Cowboys. And so, I want to talk about uh, your memories and and being um, at OSU. Well, Gina, I would say the time in Stillwater was great. I think it really prepared me for life in the business world. And like you said, take it back to Okeen, born and raised. I've been so greatly blessed. Actually, grew up a Sooner fan when I was a kid. (laughs) I kind of did too. (laughs) Have a lot of great friends from the Sooner Nation. Went to school at Oklahoma State, had a Pell Grant and a work study, and had the opportunity. As you know, you worked on campus as well. Times were different. We did not have cell phones yet. Yes. (laughs) Gasoline was 95 cents a gallon. (laughs) We would go down to the basement of the classroom building. I think the first (laughs) web browser was Gopher (laughs) with dial up. And so, and then quickly after we graduated, we were buying our first cell phones. So it was a neat time to be in college. So many great friends and memories, people like you. I think the biggest thing, though, we learned was how to be ready for life and how to finish what you start Mm -hmm. and serve others. And so it was an exciting time. It's good to go back. Uh, Proud. I've got two daughters, one who graduated there and passed her CPA, and she's in Tulsa now working at Hogan Taylor and my youngest, uh, my baby, she's a freshman there also studying business. (laughs) Oh, it must be really great going back and um, being with them. And I know you're, you're there so often. Um, I love seeing the pictures and, and just attending the games with, um, with your daughters um, as, as students and being an alum yourself. It was fun, especially when, when Laura was a member of the Cowgirl tennis team, she had teammates from 10 countries mm-hmm. all over the world. And I think it was really good for kids, especially growing up in Edmond, me being from Okeen, to get to have so many wonderful friends, so many different cultures, mm-hmm. so many backgrounds, the language, the religion, just everything that you want to have at the heart of serving others. 
And so it was fun. It was fun to be a, a part of that ride. It's neat with the freshmen now. We're getting to enjoy different things. And so <laughs> right. um, it's just fun to be a dad, but to, to stay in Oklahoma at a time when you and I know we both had opportunities to leave the state. And right. I really credit uh, James Halligan, the mm-hmm. president, when we graduated. He challenged us to stay in state and not move out. And I'll never forget kind of the special mentoring from him, especially for just a guy from the farm in O'Keen. So like I said, I've been greatly blessed, but it was fun. And today, though, it's important to take on those memories and those experiences as we try to make the state better and serve others. Absolutely. And Stillwater, um, great place to go to school, you know, up there, a community. You could know someone. I was involved in our Native American Student Association. You were involved in so much from like mortarboard, your top 10 senior uh, man, involved in your fraternity as well. And I just remember seeing um, you all over campus, um, not just through our work study kind of crossing paths, but everything that you were doing on campus. And so it's really great that you uh, may not know someone so so well, but you know, after college, you're like, I know, like, we know one another from from OSU and so many different people. But I was glad to say that uh, I knew you and that I still call you a friend today. And I crossed paths with you professionally. And I love what you're doing today with Sovereign Bank. And um, I also enjoy when we go up somewhere like the Great Lakes Economic Summit up in um, Michigan, up in Michigan, and other places that I, I see you throughout Indian Country and everything that you're doing. Tell me about Sovereign Bank. I know the listeners would like to know more, and I know that uh, you've been again in banking for so many years. You've had this incredible journey, and we see you now on Money Mondays. And I'm just like, I know him. He's my friend. <laughs> Be down at Channel Four this afternoon. Yeah, right, right. Yes, <laughs> we got a uh, exciting topic today on Christmas and avoiding fraudsters. So Ooh. you know early. Those Gina. are helpful. Those are helpful. Helpful tips. That's right. <laughs> so at Sovereign, it's an exciting time, just like it was when I left Oklahoma State. And had the opportunity to work with Jeff Records and his family for so long at MidFirst Bank, almost 21 years. It was a time of building and a time of growth. And then five years with uh, Bill Cameron and Lee Simcox over at American Fidelity and First Fidelity. Again, that was a great time of building and growth. And that's really where we are with the citizen Potawatomi Nation, right. which owns the bank. It's an exciting growth and, and building phase as well. I remember back to the spring of 2021, uh, life was great. I was a couple miles from my house. I was I was moving mom and dad from O'Keen closer. And I had this opportunity. The, the tribe, Susan Potawatomi Nation, owned a bank in Shawnee, and they were purchasing a bank in Oklahoma City. And I had the opportunity to speak with the leaders at the bank that was selling. David Dredd, just a longtime great banker, right, right. 45 years of banking, nice. was selling his bank. And Brian Kane, our, our CEO, was buying on behalf of the nation. And so it's just been exciting. Uh, fast forward. So in April of 2021, the bank was around $250 million. Mm-hmm. And then in July of 2021, they purchased the first state bank in Oklahoma City. And instantly overnight, it went from about $250 million to over $600 million mm-hmm. in assets. And so I joined the team uh, the 1st of August of 2021. And if you go back before that to 1989, 
before you and I were even in college. <laughs> right. This isn't Pottawatomie Nation purchase a failed institution from the FDIC. And what was really impactful about that acquisition, Gina, was that it became the first tribally owned bank in the mm-hmm. nation. So today we stand proudly as the largest mm-hmm. tribally owned bank in the nation. And for me, having heritage to the Cherokee Nation and all that experience really in the corporate world right. for two and a half decades, it's really exciting. It's fun. So today we are right at $950 million in assets. Incredible. And so after the first of the year, probably first quarter, we'll be not only the largest tribally owned bank, the first tribally owned bank, there's right. others now, but we will be the first to surpass $1 billion in assets, That's which incredible. is really such a testament to those that came before us mm-hmm. and the leadership of the Citizen Potawatomi Nation have that vision. Absolutely. You know, um, walking through the beautiful um, Citizen Potawatomi Nation Cultural Heritage um, Museum, the center, and seeing, you know, that history, of course, and the beauty of it culturally, and also to see where the tribe has come. You know, there's a photo in there of the tribe operating out of that little trailer and to see, you know, going from that to being the largest employer in that county, as well as uh, the development and the um, implementing that vision of the bank like this and what Chairman Barrett and the leadership of the Citizen Potawatomi Nation and others and what you're doing today is really awesome to see. Well, it's a lot of fun. So in April, we rebranded and changed the name of the bank from First National Bank and Trust of Shawnee to Sovereign Bank. And at that point, we also rolled out our new core values. And one of those is work as a team. And I think that you mentioned it. That's perfect. Chairman Rocky Barrett and the team, uh, Chairwoman Linda Capps, Secretary and Treasurer Dean Trasdale, who's just such a great, successful businessman, they do operate as a team, just like just like at the bank uh, with Brian Kane, our CEO, and all of us. So it is a fun time. It really is an impactful time, mm-hmm. too, because I think more importantly than anything, as we look forward together, we're trying to make the state better. We're trying to make Indian country stronger. Right. And it's a lot of that stuff that I learned, honestly, when my oldest had teammates from all over the world absolutely, and all walks of life. And at the heart of it, it really is, you have to want to serve others mm-hmm. and help somebody. And so it's exciting. Um, there's a lot of great things. If you're merging two banks together and you go from 600 to 950 to soon over a billion, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> but at the end of the day, there's a lot of need, especially in Indian country, um, for the underserved. And so whether... Mm-hmm. Whether it's somebody that Gina that needs a car loan to get to work to enhance their family and their family's life, or if it's to help a nation directly. And it really is special because you're seeing tribal nations, not only in Oklahoma, but across the country, diversify Mm -hmm. out of gaming. And that's where that experience as a commercial banker for so many years has really been fun to put to work to help others. Right. Putting the pieces together. You mentioned that team. It does take the teamwork to make the dream work. It really does. And I know that you have a lot going on intra-tribally, but that inter-tribal support as well. And it's been really cool to see you and your team in action, working with other tribes uh, in the state, but outside of the state as well. 
And also that connection that the Potawatomi people have across this continent and what is possible if you work with one another. I think the key is to always want to do what's right and to be consistent. Mm -hmm. And you've seen our team. I'm so blessed. We have a great team. They're consistent, but they're also very genuine. Mm -hmm. And I think that we realize it's a long haul if somebody wants to call it a marathon or however they want to call it for us. It's a long-term play of consistency and being there and showing up and realizing that things take time. And with each nation is its own government, as you mentioned, its own culture, its own history. But at the heart of it, they're all sovereign. Absolutely. And at the end of the day, it's about trust, having that trust and building that trust. And a lot of it starts with people like you who who believe in our team and have been good to me. And I think, too, the other thing is if you talk about the Potawatomi Nation in general, they have have a long history of being problem solvers Mm -hmm. and to be entrepreneurial. Mm -hmm. And if you think about at the heart of that, it's about rolling up your sleeves, those things we learned in Stillwater, the cowboy way about finish what you started. And it, and it really, it really applies in, in everyday life, whether it's the corporate world, Indian country, a casino, an Indian health services facility, or real estate development. Those, those principles hold true. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I love that you're rolling out those values because no matter what we're doing and how different we are, that the values resonate with all of us as human beings. And I think, too, as a human, you always want to exceed expectations, right? right? It's just the way we're made, whether it's God or creator or whatever a person believes in. You want to serve people well. I think a lot of times people in the business world forget you have to stop. And before you can serve people well and before you can exceed expectations, you have to embrace differences. And that's what's been really fun the last three years about working for the nation, at the bank, across the country mm-hmm. with so many other tribal nations. There really is a lot of tremendous assets and wonderful people and smart people, but exciting projects too. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I know you're serving tribes in many different ways, as well as individuals from tribal governments to tribal healthcare organizations, the gaming and hospitality industry construction, retail, housing, and other tribal enterprises. It's really great to think about that in that uh, multifaceted, diverse way, because so many um, oftentimes think about economic development with tribes being just about gaming, that diversification and really understanding what tribes are contributing to our economy today is really important. It is. I think if you look across the state, affordable housing, as a great example. Tribal nations are the leaders in that. And we could probably spend a whole hour talking about just affordable housing and all the different things that the tribal leaders or tribal members or tribal governments are doing for affordable housing. The ARPA funds that are out Mm -hmm. there now with all the new development, 
a lot of counties in Oklahoma, they need child care. They need a daycare for people to drop off their kids to go to work. And the tribes really are the leaders in that as well. Mm -hmm. And everyday people can take their kids to daycare and drop them off. The health needs in rural Oklahoma, the way you and I grew up, is such a such important need. Not everybody's fortunate to come from Okeen where they have a hospital. Right. It's a very unique uh, blessing that that I had that I don't think I ever realized growing up as a kid. And so I think the other thing that's so important is the way that the tribes give back, not only to each other and to their members, but to the state as a whole. And so it's exciting. You know, this year, uh, the Sism Potawatomi Nation had a basketball team that won its league championship, the Potawatomi Fire. And so it was fun to see people pack that arena in Shawnee from every walks of life. And um, so many different tribal nations would show up and watch and cheer. And uh, so many people would drive into Shawnee. So it's, it's neat. It's exciting. But I think more importantly, we're at a really important crossroads as a state. And I think back to President James Halligan challenging you and I. I hope there's some young kid mm-hmm. out there that that hears you and I today and they decide to stay mm-hmm. in Oklahoma because there's so many opportunities uh, in Oklahoma to work for one of the tribal nations. There's so many opportunities in the business world. There's so many opportunities for kids that go to career tech. Right. So I just hope that if there's some out there listening and they're thinking about moving, they change their mind and just stay in Oklahoma. Absolutely. And the opportunities, you know, you mentioned having a hospital in areas throughout Oklahoma, like Okeen, that outside of the big metropolitan areas is really important. Also having those job opportunities, the job creation that tribes have. And I think about mentorship opportunities. I really hope that, you know, our young people, and I know that many young professionals are watching what people like you are doing in your career and what you're doing for tribal nations like Citizen Potawatomi Nation that is inspirational and um, that encourages people to to really think about career choices and really advocating for health care throughout Indian country, um, throughout different areas of the state. You're right, Gina. Just last week at the Harold Ham Diabetes Gala, we were so fortunate and blessed to have Amy Grant and Vince Gill in town. And just the fight to find a cure for diabetes mm-hmm. in our state. You see the tribal leaders, Governor Anna Tubby was there, former chairman of that board, and I'm honored to be the past chair of that board down at the OU Health Sciences Center. So I do have friends on both sides of the bedlam and love serving others. But I think more than anything in our state, diabetes alone is one of those things that just, it never shows up as the cause of death, but it was always the start for something else. And so if you're a young kid and you're into science and math, some of the smartest scientists in the world are right here in Oklahoma City at that Harold Ham Diabetes Center every day doing research and fighting to find a cure for something so devastating as, as diabetes, which impacts the state, the tribes and the non-tribal right. members uh, equally as well. It picks on all of us. Right. So right. Uh, there's all, so many great things right now in our state uh, that I just hope that everybody realizes that it's a fun time to be in Oklahoma. 
It really is. I want to thank you for your service to our state. You know, you volunteer so much and have over the years and from Oklahoma State University to, as you mentioned, the um, Harold Ham Diabetes Center, the McBride Foundation. And I love that you walk into this building and you have seen its development, you know, where we have our podcast in the New View building. You've seen its identity over the years. And I appreciate that that you have been a witness to all of the cool things that have been emerging and evolving in our state and our community. It's special here, and to be a United Way agency is a special honor as well. And mm-hmm. so it's just great to be here. It's an honor. Thank you so much. James Boggs, I want to thank you for joining us today. My great friend, I appreciate you and your friendship, and I look forward to all of the adventures we have before us. Thank you. Thank you, Gina. Yakoki. Thank you for joining us. Timber People is brought to you by the Possibilities Podcast Platform. As we wrap up, Possibilities would like to give a special thank you to this episode's sponsor, Chickasaw Nation, paving the way for creative expression in our community. Their commitment to our vision allows us to continue to have these conversations. We are grateful for your continued support, Chickasaw Nation.